It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. From the global headquarters of AccuWeather.com, it is time for Weather Insider on April Fool's Day. Episode 21 already, Mr. Dean. We're not fooling around around We're here. Not. And I, you know what? It is April. You know what? It, 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 the calendar says April 1st. It does. But much of the country is saying it feels more like March 1st. It is Dean DeVore along with Bernie Reno, and we felt that coming mm-hmm. into the worldwide headquarters of AccuWeather here this morning with some uh, heavy snow showers. In fact, parts of Pennsylvania got a couple of inches and some very slippery travel. I guess uh, up around Erie, they got a few inches as well. So, yeah, a little bit of a step back for those of us in the northeast to a little uh, chillier feel. And, of course, all eyes along the eastern seaboard on this <laughs> potential nor'easter that we're looking at for Tuesday night into Wednesday the models have been kind of keeping this offshore over the last uh, couple of days. Has that trend continued? Does the center of that storm stay offshore? And how much effect, Bernie, do you think it's going to have on the eastern seaboard? This would be such. We would not be in a good mood if this was in February. Mm. Because trying to figure out where this back edge of the, of the precip is going to be is going to be tricky. This smells to mm. me that it's farther west. And what I mean by that is not the storm center, Dean, but the structure of the storm that we're going to get the rain all the way back toward Washington, D.C., toward Philly, toward New York City. No, not a lot. Right. No, admittedly, in the most ci- of it in is the offshore. the city but... itself and the big cities, it may not be a lot. The heaviest rain may be right, right along the coast, but it could back in. It could back in a little bit just because of the structure of the storm. I, I you know, it's kind of I could see it either way. I think there's enough energy in the backside of the storm that the precip is farther west. But you look at the satellite, you analyze a map this morning. It's got to overcome a lot of dry air. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Does the dry air kind of squish yeah. the or, or suppress that uh, that moisture right along the coast and keep those uh, big cities dry? Certainly, we think it's going to be dry inland. But there's a little second piece of energy that concerns you in terms of some places that may not get the direct result from the storm itself. But yeah. like uh, the mountains of uh, the Carolinas, South Carolina, could yeah. see a little wintry precipitation. You know, if you look on the radar here on AccuWeather.com or even, even the satellite, you'll, you'll see there's two pieces. You've got the front that's laid out across Florida. That's the Baraclinic zone. That's where the storm will eventually form across uh, off the coast of Florida. But then you have the energy, and there's already radar returns across Texas. That comes around the bend. And that's why I think beginning late tonight, tomorrow morning, that's when we're going to start to see the western edge of that precept be a little farther west. Upstate of South Carolina, mountains of North Carolina. Heck, I could see a little bit of sleet and snow tomorrow morning in Raleigh, in Greensboro, mm. in Charlotte. Charlotte now, yeah. will it accumulate? No, no. But no. I, I, that will be the telltale sign. And if we see that tomorrow morning, then I think the idea that the precepts are a little farther west to the 95 l- tomorrow night, mm-hmm. I think is certainly not only possible, but likely. The other area I think we have to watch is up in New England, maybe like yeah. down East Maine in those areas that as the storm's pulling away on Wednesday could give a little snow there. So that's the first thing that we're focusing on here in uh, 
AccuWeather uh, this morning here. We're looking at our second topic is an increased uh, storm track back to the west. They had had a break for a couple of weeks. They, you know, they were thankful for that. But here we go again, Bernie. More storms coming in uh, central and northern parts of the west coast. Again, this is not a March. This is not an April pattern. I counted the storms uh, along the west uh, in the Pacific. We have one Monday into Tuesday. We have another one on Thursday. There will be a break on Wednesday. Right. Then we have another one on uh, Friday and the Saturday. And then there is a fourth system that would be mostly in the northwest on Sunday. Now, the first two are weak, you know, the Monday, Tuesday, and the Thursday. But the later week storms, Friday and over, there, over the weekend, they are going to be stronger. It appears as though most of the rain and mountain snow will be say, northern California into the northwest. I don't think there's much in the southern California with this barrage. So now with this increase in storm track, and this kind of gets us into our third topic, our little heads up is now once these storms start coming on shore, they bring their energy across the Rockies, and now it's time for an increased look at severe weather again in a lot of the central and southeastern parts of the country. Yeah, beginning late Wednesday, West Texas, uh, around the lot in Oklahoma, Wichita Falls, and then you have to look out for, let's say, Dallas late Wednesday night. And then the real question is, is how much does that translate east, the severe weather threat? As we move into Thursday, it could be Dixie Alley. Do I think it's a major outbreak? I don't think so, but certainly there won't be much in the way of severe weather the next couple of days. And In fact, we may try to bring on Reed Timmer. on the podcast later this week get his perspective because i believe he will be out chasing beginning wednesday afternoon in western oklahoma all right so we talked about the nor'easter we talked about the increased storm track into the pacific northwest and then how that translates into the possibility of renewed severe weather threats in the southeast any other things that you would give inside status here to this morning you know i was looking at the pattern next week I, i i don't have a really strong feeling on that but it looks more like april Right. You know, not not like widespread warmth, but right. it looks more but a like nice April. warm up in the east and, again, mm. some more uh, storm possibilities yeah. in the center of the country. Whenever it warms up in April, you have to worry. And you have that Pacific jet stream coming in. You have to worry about severe weather. So that was just kind of a, a thought. It looks more like it should this time of the year. Versus that way it felt this morning on April Fool's Day. For Bernie Reno, I'm Dean DeVore. That's Weather Insider for today. You can keep up to date on AccuWeather.com. Evan Myers will be back tomorrow. Have a great Monday. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just search Weather Insider, subscribe, and never miss an episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.